Oh, and I shut it off a little early, technical difficulties, but that's all right. I'm Scott. I'm the Silver Heathen. Thank you for listening. We're going to get right into it because my truly great friend doesn't have a whole lot of time, but uh, we got important things to talk about. Eric, my buddy, I know you're going through some stuff. How are you doing? Uh, not too well right now. I mean, uh, last few weeks have been a, been a struggle real bad. Uh, just uh, haven't been sleeping very well at all. Uh, it's just like I'm always in this constant fight battle with my demons and it's like it's like I'm losing you know um, uh, yeah it's just been really rough I mean going on like two three weeks of sleep that was just like I'm only getting like an hour or two of sleep a night and working and it's just been really rough <clears throat> yeah well I, I I can relate to that um I, I just got to tell you, man, I, I love you, dude. And, uh, you know, you're doing this is, is so huge. And I, I hope that every time, you know, every time I do this, I get on here and I talk to this camera to people that aren't listening or they end up listening and I feel better doing it. You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah. so, so how is the, the fight with the, with, with, uh, with the substance? Is that going well? It's going well. Um, at times it's uh it could not be going very well you know what i mean it's like it wouldn't take long for me to just uh say fuck it and use you know what i mean that's uh and it just it, it wouldn't take very much at all i mean just uh something stupid you know just lose my patience or might um get angry and just you know at something you know whatever and just say screw it you know it's just I mean, it's getting close, you know, and that's why I, uh, you know, was talking to you and I was talking to other people, reaching out a little bit, but it's still a little bit of a struggle. Fuck yeah, this shit ain't easy. And uh, you talked about reaching out to Ben, who was a guy that uh, uh, was kind of overseeing us at uh, the treatment center that Eric and I went to. Um, you're doing that. You're reaching out to people. You're staying connected. So you're doing all that you can do, man. But please don't lose sight of the things that you are doing. You know, you're, you're, you got a great job, right? It, yeah, I got, it, great, uh, I got a great career. Yeah. yeah. And you look good. You look good, dude. Thank you. And, and, you know, you're, you're not afraid to talk about it, dude. That's fucking strength. I mean, you know, I'm not afraid to talk about it. You know I mean, it's just, uh, you know, I mean, it, like, well, you, you know, I mean, we were in treatment together for all, all that time. And, uh, you know, I just, uh, I didn't have no choice in my addiction. You know what I mean? My family was doing drugs with me when I was five years old. And then, you know, got burned when I was 11. I got addicted to morphine. So, I mean, that, that was over. But, you know, just been doing drugs my damn, damn near my whole life. You know, and that, this is all new to me, trying to live sober, you know, and trying to yeah. find stuff to do that makes me happy and stuff like that. Because, like I said, it's all new. I don't, I don't know this life. It is. And it's, you know, some people talk about, you know, I talk about being in in an addiction with alcohol for 20 years. Your story absolutely is almost from go. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, you don't have to share more than you want to on here, but you, you talked about, you know, the things that happened when you were younger and those things are, those are some terrible things. I'm not going to, I'm not going to talk. You tell what you want to tell and I'm not pressuring you to tell a damn thing. 
Um, you being here just talking a little bit is enough for me. I know your story. I know what you've been through. And I can't imagine, you know, uh, having to, to clean up more of my plate than I had to do myself. So it's okay, man. It's okay to, to, to struggle a little bit, especially when you got the strength to, to keep reaching out and keep talking. You gotta, dude, I wish I could give you a big fucking hug and, and, and tell you, I love you in person because I do. And I, I just, uh, you mean the world to me and what you're doing. I'm so proud of you, man. I, I, whether it means anything or not, like you're on a podcast <laughs> last second, you just agreed to do it because you know that talking about it's good for you. And and people listen to this thing, you know, as much as I try to convince myself that people don't listen to this thing, they do. And you're going to help people, man. And yeah. It's going to help I mean, yourself. I think. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, like you, uh, the people, that don't know addiction, you know, like my mom, you know, they're, she's like, well, just quit. You know, I was like, yeah, if it was that damn easy, I would, you know, I just, you know, and people that like us, um, just can't, it's not that easy, you know, and then people that are sober that don't know addiction, they don't, they don't understand, you know, and I was talking to my mom actually, uh, about a month ago, you know, and, down and seeing her after about two years of not seeing her um and talk to her about this you know what i've been going through and uh, shit like that it started i finally think she started to open her eyes a little bit about what this is like you know what i mean and but you know is what it is but but, yeah i mean but no i did if it was a choice, Harbor Hall wouldn't have anything to do. No, correct. Right. You know, I mean, uh, uh, doctors wouldn't have anything to do. Therapists wouldn't have anything to do. If you could just say, ah, you know what? I'm done. It wouldn't be a fucking addiction. And that, right. you know, it's irritating as fuck. You know, uh, it's not a choice at a certain point. It's not a choice. That's all there is to it. Uh, your habit. When it's, I think when it's a habit, and this is just my thoughts, when it's a habit, you have a choice. But once that habit turns into obsession, which it fucking does, the choice is no longer there. And anybody that's read the big book by Bill W., he says it pretty well. He's like, you know, he had, he had decided to quit drinking. He put in some sobriety. And next thing you know, he's banging on the bar. How the fuck did I get here? You know, it just happens because that's right. our go-to for so fucking long to, to not we we know now right that it didn't really make us feel better but we didn't have to feel right right yeah and that's the thing too you know i was like um you're talking about feel uh when i was in my addiction um I, I was bad i mean i was literally i was bad i mean i was um like i said i started doing drugs at five with my family they you know, introduced me to it and uh at 11, I got burned, spent two and a half months in the hospital, seven, did seven surgeries, and got addicted to morphine. And it was so bad in the hospital that, you know, they were weaning me off that morphine. And uh, I would literally would take and watch the clock, the second hand on the clock, go around for one whole hour, just waiting for that next shot of morphine. I mean, it was bad. And, uh, you know, just one thing after another, after another, you know, just in life, just accidents, you know. Was in a, Bad car accident when I was 16 years old. Um, I was in the back of an S10 with my buddy, Bill. And he let his girlfriend drive. And we were just going down some back road out in the country. And 
gravel road and she dropped a cigarette. She went pick it up and she pulled the steering wheel and hit Oak Street head on at 60 miles an hour. Didn't even break. Didn't have a chance to break or nothing. I happened to see it coming and I was squatting down in the back of the truck talking to Bill and talking to girls in the front of the truck. And I stood up and blocked myself and uh, gave the cab of the truck in on the girls. My buddy was killed right next to me. You know, and I thought the girls were killed in the truck, you know, after I caved the cabin on them. You know, it's like, you know, flew out of the truck and uh, I'm out, I'm out walking around and uh, walking to the vehicle, see if I can help the girls and stuff like that. Cause they looked like I thought they were all dead, you know, because they were just motionless. Uh, Bill, he was like, looked like he was sleeping, you know, but the, he uh, hit his head on the cab support at the impact, crush half his head, you know, and then I, I was only in the hospital that time for like three days, but the girls were uh, in there for weeks, you know, just, you know, just like unreal, you know, uh, how bad the accident was. And I was able to uh, survive that and literally walk away, you know, pretty much, you know, just uh, a broken wrist and some stitches and torn lip, so, you know, bad lacerations, you know, picking glass in my head for like six months, but yeah. um yeah, it was a uh, rough, you know. Then that then I got on the drugs again, you know, yeah. and um, then more car two more car accidents that summer, you know, with with uh, other kids because our school wasn't allowing school buses to run that summer. They went past some millage or some shit. You know, then I was literally going from one school to the other school. Uh I got into an accident. And then uh, a week later, drawn same damn thing, you know, got into an accident going from one school to the other school, you know, just uh, then, yeah, it's just, it's been crazy, you know, uh, living like this, you know, when I should have been, should have been dead, you know, several times over again before I was 18 years old, you know, but something's keeping me here and I don't know, you know, why or what for, and I probably never will know, you know what I mean, but, no, you know, no, um, and it, we don't have to have an explanation for it the, the thing is uh you're here uh, you helped me more as much as anybody um in petoskey in treatment um you might have been the most help being there and supporting me through all the bullshit i mean you drove three hours two hours whatever it was to come save my ass when i relapsed i mean you didn't have to do that um no, you i didn't have you, you but you're my brother man and i yeah Yeah, just it, you know what, uh, you know, and just living that life for so long, you know, being, you know, just being on accidents and then being shot, and, you know, then uh, running heavy equipment for 17 years, you know, and that that taking a toll on your body, <clears throat> and, uh, you know, and then just getting drugs, and, and it was getting so bad with the drugs that um, I actually had a doctor. Uh, in my hometown, when I, where I was living at the time, uh, they had the same last name as as mine. So I kind of buddy-buddied them, you know what I mean? And I uh, was getting Viking in from them and shit like that, you know. And uh, then when I couldn't get Viking in or whatever, I was uh, buying on the street. And it was getting so bad that 
and expensive because I would literally would take 10, 12, 15 or whatever uh, Norco 10s at one time. I'd have like 10, 15 pills in my hand and boop, swallow. You know, it was getting that bad. And um, getting mad because I was spending the money on that because being so expensive, the buzz only lasts in half hour, 45 minutes. So then, of course, you know, that being expensive, you uh, turn to other shit to uh, that's cheaper and harder. So I turned to heroin, meth, crack, coke. I was doing it all. I mean, uh, perks. I mean, you, anything that you could possibly imagine that they had out there. Shit they don't make no more, I was doing. You know, and, uh, you know, and it was crazy. You know, it's like I take my cell phone out um, when I was my bad part of my addiction, just like I was after my grandfather had died. Uh, I would take big old line of heroin, big old line of meth, big old line of crack, put on my phone and snort all three of them at one time. You know, and I'm talking, I'm not talking, it was little shit either. I'm like half gram to gram of uh, meth. I snore at once, you know, right. You know, depending on the heroin, you know, how strong it was, you know, three times to half a gram, you know, I had to do it uh, just to get me started, you know, and then you know, just, it was stupid, you know, not, not realizing what it was doing to me. It didn't care because yeah. like you said about feelings, you know, it was like, you, you don't want to feel no more. You want to be taken out of reality. And that's one thing with me is I hated reality. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to be taken out of it and I didn't care if I lived or died or not. You know what I mean? I'm just, cause I hate reality so much. It was just too hard to cope with it. Yeah. That's really what it gets to. And it will always get worse. It never gets better once it gets to a certain point. You know, I mean, I've told the story of the podcast of mm-hmm. me climbing up the stairs, Spider-Man style. Cause I couldn't walk. I knew something mm-hmm. was terribly wrong. You know, my kidneys were shutting down. Uh, I didn't know that, but I knew something was terribly wrong. And I had my 98-year-old grandmother come upstairs with me and sit on the bed because I thought, well, I'm going to die. Was my thought to call 911? No, my thought was, well, I'm going to sleep. And if I wake up, hopefully I'll be better so I can keep drinking. Right? I mean, this is a a disease, man. Yeah. You know, and. Then, you know, I'm in my bad part of my addiction, the worst part of it, you know, literally doing grams of shit every day. You know, um, I'm just, even though I hate a reality and at times I still do now, you know, because it's still a struggle. You know, I'm up here living in Indian River and uh, I don't know anybody. You know, I stick to the house. Uh, I work and come home. That's all I do. And, uh, you know, it's just uh, a lot of times it's, I have that feeling, you know, just like, screw it, let's go get some, you know, because there's, there's for a while there, I was having some very uh, vivid dreams of using. And, um, and I would wake up and first thought of my mind was to jump my truck and go to Saginaw, you know, and, and then I, pump the brakes on that, you know, it's like, well, you know, don't do that. You know, it's just, you know, it's uh, living 
like like I said before, like living this life is all new to me. You know, this is my first time. That was my first time in treatment with you, you know, and uh, so I I come in there a virgin, you know, not knowing shit about this, you know. So it's uh, it's been that's rough. An- that's another thing that you need to. It's really hard to fucking give ourselves compliments. But I'm all I'm telling you is the same things that you would tell me if the roles were reversed. One time in treatment after that long of use and to put up the fight that you're putting up right now is absolutely incredible. And I guarantee you that's exactly what people will say when they listen to this. You know, one fucking treatment doesn't do it for everybody. How long were you in there? Well, I went in uh, April 6th of 2022, and then I got up. I got this place here in Indian River on December 15th of 2022. So, what, about eight months? Right. And uh, half of that, at least, was uh, sober living, right? Yeah. yeah it was uh, about, yeah, four or five months, at least, about five months. Yeah. I think it was sober living. Yeah. So, I mean, that just, uh, you know, you spent at least three months in treatment, actual treatment, right? Yeah. Yeah. Residential, yeah. yeah. Excuse me. So, that's something else that people need to realize. You know, you look at Eric's story and starting, you know, being around it since five and then going through being burnt. And that story that you tell about that is just it's unreal. And then, you know, you have to have painkillers when you go through that. Absolutely. And then to, to need that and to have access to it. And then that douchebag doctor with the same last name, I'd like to cut his nuts off um, for doing that shit. But, um, you know, 90 days helps you can't fix this shit in 30 days i don't care what anybody says um it didn't work for me the first time i tried it 60 days didn't work the second time i tried it 90 days i I had a little better uh footing but it it took even a little bit more after that so you did the right thing man You, you you stayed as long as you possibly could and don't let any what people have told me since i started doing this thing is what I've learned, and I need to get you on Twitter because the recovery community on Twitter, no offense to the people on Facebook, but uh, Twitter community is fantastic, dude. These people are outstanding. And rest is recovery. So if all you can manage right now is to shoot your buddy, me, a message once in a while, letting me know that you're okay and you, you need to talk, and then go to work and come home and rest, if that's what you have to do right now to survive, rest is recovery, brother. Do yeah, what you I mean- got to do. You know, the rest thing, yeah, I mean, it was, it was bad. I mean, literally, I was, well, I didn't know how I was even functioning, you know what I mean, with the not being able to sleep. Um, yeah. It was it was crazy. I just, like, literally would wake up or go to sleep uh, and then wake up literally, like, less than an hour later and wouldn't be able to go back to sleep for hours. You know, I mean, it was just uh, unreal, surreal how, uh, how, how it has been for, like, two or three weeks. Well, that's anxiety, man. I'm I'm not a doctor, but I, I just, it was a month ago I was going through that. Like I'd sleep like four hours max, like in total throughout the day. And I just wake up and I couldn't stop. You get, sorry, I did not mean to cut you off. I'm just, no, I'm, sit, no, I, I'm sitting here trying to pick you up the best I can in a little bit of time we got, because uh, I, no, I, need, I need to pick you up. You know, um, it's a June, by the way, June uh, 23rd, I'll be up there to get my jewelry off my ankle. So uh, let's, let's make sure that we can see each other in person 
and have a Dr. Pepper or something. Yeah. Yeah. We'll definitely do that. Um, yeah. I'd like to see you, man. I've been thinking about you a lot. Yeah. I, I fucking know. miss you, dude. I wish we were I closer. I wish it was too, you know. Well, <clears throat> so yeah. what, what, what are you doing outside of that? Do you do any journaling? Do you do gratitude lists, uh, affirmations that I used to annoy you with? <laughs> uh, no, I don't do none of that shit, man. Nothing. Um, I just like it. my work schedule. I, you know, work uh, 12 hour shifts, you know, well, they're actually like 12 and a half, 13 hour shifts. But uh, by the time I get out of work, you know, come home, get a little bit of rest, you know, do whatever I got to do. You know, I running around and shit like that. Get home, I get a couple hours of sleep and turn on, get back up, go back to work, you know. Uh, Especially this week, you know, I'm covering for another maintenance guy at the shop. So I got to work tonight, tomorrow night, which for this would be my normal weekend starting today. But I got to cover for guy night tomorrow. Well, so, how about this? Uh, I didn't tell you this. So it's kind of a deception on my part. But I went Facebook Live on this as well. And there's somebody who, somebody, uh, somebody asked me, uh, to see if uh, you think uh, if, and you can probably guess who this is, said if his ink pen clicking will help you out. Is, say that again. If uh, clicking his ink pen would help you out. You know what, RJ? You can show the <laughs> pen right up your ass. <laughs> show it right up your ass. <laughs> oh, shit. God, that was great. I, I our, our meetings were great. You know, I can't believe John Duty and Dean weren't a little more intimidated. You and RJ are big sons of bitches. You know what I mean? And you both got that, that death stare. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? Like to, to challenge you two in the same meeting was uh, quite ballsy on their part. So see, you still got, we, you got connections on here, man. You, you're, you're doing well to just, I try to do, try to add one thing that's easy, write a couple lines at night of just how you're feeling uh, and at least throw a positive in there, dude, because you're doing it. Yeah. You're fucking doing doing it, man. You know, as it's, uh, you know, I, uh, was telling myself, you know, that I need to slow down on the work, you know, because I was using work as a codependency. Sure. And I was looking at it as uh, like a positive codependency because I, it, at first it was, you know, it was keep me, um, my mind sidetracked, you know what I mean? Cause I, I don't want to go into work, um, well, my head all messed up, you know, messing with that high voltage and shit like that, you know, and, Fuck yeah. um, but now it's getting to the point to where, um, it's turned into, uh, not so good of a codependency, you know what I mean? It's, uh, yeah. um, I'm just working too much. I went to um, slow down a couple weeks ago because uh, I was going in like one day during the week, during the day, you know, to get extra hours and stuff like that, you know, but uh, I haven't been doing that in the last couple weeks. And then, uh, you know, and I went to a uh, maintenance guy that hired me to lead. He um, was, wasn't bugging me or nothing like that, but he was like asking me, he's like, dude, he's like, I got these tickets to go to Avatar. Let's go see Avatar, man. Like, no, no, I'm good. I'm like, no, no. I'm like, because I'm not a people person. You know, and I don't like being around a lot of people. Right. And um, he's like, we're probably about, it was 
about a month and a half or so, he at, kept asking me, and finally I gave in, said, piss on it, let's go. All right. So went down to a little music theater uh, a couple weeks ago, seen Avatar, first concert ever I've ever been to, you know, on a hell of a show. And I was, like, looking around, and it was it was awesome to sit there and then look and watch, like, seven, eight-year-old kids, you know, there at the concert, you know, and, and I look around and see, like, mid late seventies people, you know, age group, you know, there at the concert. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. So see, dude, like um and and the solid the the it's there's a difference between isolating and, and taking time for yourself. I'll give you an example. I was just at Miley's for two nights. And I found oh, that my anxiety goes a little nuts. You know, I, I don't feel like I fit in yet because it's a work in progress. And so I I chose, I could have stayed all weekend, but I chose to come back to have this time to myself to do what I've been building, uh, partly the podcast, but the things that I do here to to meditate and to do things where I, I just, I don't know, there's things that need to be mended. So another thing I can tell you is that I'm a big sports guy. I love baseball. I love the NBA. Well, I don't love the NBA. I hate the NBA, but I love basketball. I don't even watch that shit hardly at all anymore. Because it's, it doesn't interest me like it used to when I was drinking. So I don't, you know, I still love the game, the sports itself. So it's, you got to explore and find those things. And if you don't want to be around people, okay, maybe fishing. Um, If you, you know, maybe you can do fishing. Maybe you can find, just find, maybe you're a nerd on the inside now. Maybe I rubbed off on you. Maybe you need to get a computer and play some World of Warcraft or something. I don't know. No. No. Uh, yeah, no. but RJ said he's doing the same thing, man. He said he's working uh, 12 days straight, 10 to 14 hours a day. You know, um, yeah. you, you can look back at that and you can take that as an accomplishment at the end of the day. Obviously, you get that paycheck rolling in. That's a huge plus. plus. So now just before I know you said you got to go. So you tell me when we need to end this. I just wanted to ask, you know, uh, how how's the uh, legal stuff going? Any any updates on that? Nope, haven't heard a damn thing. Uh called down there. Uh, oh shit, month or so ago. My attorney that I had uh doesn't work there no more. So they gave me another attorney and then turned around and and that same conversation told me that I that attorney that they just gave me might not be my attorney. Um uh, so I have not received any paperwork. I haven't received nothing. So um, are you are you paying for your attorney or are you just taking the court one? I was going to just do the court one, but, uh, you know, I got some money saved up. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I don't know how much it would cost, you know, with my record I got now. You know it, what I mean? did, uh, dude, it won't be that bad. Search around and find one. I can tell you this. When I got my fourth OWI and my lawyer got my fourth one dropped to his second one. And then when I went in to get sentenced for my third one, which hadn't happened, even after I got the fourth one, it was two and a half years later. I had a court-appointed attorney, and they didn't budge on anything. So my fourth got dropped to a second. Somehow that fucking makes sense. And then the third one that was two and a half years old, that they were just getting around to doing something about it, didn't budge at all. It makes no sense to me. It is totally worth it. You do what you got to do. But if you can save up and you know give them their down payment and then make payments after that, dude, it's going to help you out. I feel yeah. Yeah, it's, um, you know, like that is crazy you said that because uh, while yours being two and a half years 
later, you know, when they finally they come around, um, what gets me is, you know, I was, at the time I wasn't grateful, wasn't thankful or whatever, you know, but um, now that I look back on it, you know, I'm glad that Sting did kick in my door, you know, because I was selling the drugs to support my habit. And, uh, and when they kicked in my door, um, I got sentenced to a county year. And, uh, okay, I went to, went to jail on a county year in July, on July 15th of 2021. Uh, I got out April 5th of 2022 went to treatment april 6th of 2022 okay and then did all that treatment time uh up until december like the i think it was like the first week of december i got picked up got pulled over got picked up on this what i'm fighting now okay but what uh happened was uh All that time that I was in jail, this charges I'm getting picked up on now, getting charged with, are before I'd even did my county year and shit. And all, you know, so it's like two years old, you know, and uh, I'm looking back at it, you know, like, you know, if I could have, if, if they would have picked me up or it would have been a little faster on their, you know, warrant or whatever, uh, maybe me sitting that county year you know, they could have run it concurrent, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, but now I don't know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? That's uh, the two, two charges I got. Um, the maximum, I believe were uh, 15 years. So I'm not sure, you know, what's going to happen. Um, and then, you know, it's, I worry about it and then I don't, you know, yeah. But, you know, it is what it is, you know, and I got to, uh, you know, do the time or whatever I got to do. You know what I mean? I just, you know, it just sucks that I've been working hard to stay sober and be where I'm at. You know, like I got this house and, you know, and a great career as an industrial mechanic, you know, and got a truck and all that shit and uh, it's like at times it feels like the rug's being pulled up beneath my feet you know it's like I'm trying to go forward and something yeah. happens that makes me feel like I'm going backwards you know it just sucks well, well I, I get that but it hasn't yet and that doesn't mean that it's going to um, right. that's why I, I want you to have the best chance that you get if you can put some money aside and, and get somebody that's going to go in there I, I mean uh, anybody can see what you've done. I mean, you've moved how many hours away and created a life that is away from the lifestyle that you were involved in. And you've completed everything that any court would ever ask you to do on, on, in a normal case, in my opinion. So it's really fucking hard for somebody to sit here and say, you know, don't worry about it because that's impossible. But accept that you're doing everything that you can. And as long as yeah. you keep, as long as you keep doing what you can do, if, if they are total fucking douchebags and decide to put you in a cage for all this work that you have done, then I and everybody listening and everybody, all the people on Twitter, I'll make sure you're goddamn the, 
the store that you get every week is fucking loaded. No, hell no, don't do that. <laughs> no, no, we're not even going to think about that because it's not going to happen, dude. You're not going to, no. it's not going to happen. You have a great life, a great job. You have your own house. You've completed all your treatment. It's fucking great. And you're doing you know, great. I reached out to Ben too about this uh, a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago where it was. Because uh, I did laps back in December and uh, used for a night. Um, and then, you know, it just seems, uh, like people were disappointed and I get that, you know, cause they were holding, they were like at the hall, they're like, like holding people different, um, at heights on the pedestal, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, um, that was disappointing to watch, to look at everybody, to see how disappointed they were and me when I, when I would screw up, you know, and, uh, it, you know, we don't ask for help when, when our addiction or whatever, we just don't, I, I never did, you know, I just, I didn't like it, you know, I wouldn't ask for it. Well, I reached out to Ben, you know, and asked for help, you know, see if I could get like, uh, paperwork or, you know, you know, they could write letters to my attorney and shit or whatever to help me out, you know, let them know that of course know that where I was at where I am now yeah you know, but we'll see well I don't I don't know if anybody listening agrees with me or not but if you only use one night if you just and it was this before it doesn't matter what it was if you only use one night after using every single day and you didn't fall back into the patterns some people are going to blow their fucking nuts when I say that it's use a terminology of a slip. I, I don't know if I like that word either, but that was a hiccup. If, if you didn't go back to the way it was, you're still fucking winning and you didn't lose any of that time that you did before you fucking did that. So it's just a fucking mistake. That's all it is. And it doesn't define what you have done and what you have created since you got there in April of 2022. It doesn't define you. I I fucked up. I regret doing it, but I'm at, I'm almost to nine fucking months, and I I don't even think about drinking alcohol right now. So everything that had to happen had to happen to get me to where I am. I got a podcast, dude, where I've had people from fourteen different states, two from Canada, two from London, and one from Ireland. I never thought in a million years this would be something that I was doing, and people would actually fucking listen. I don't have like a huge crowd, you know what I mean, but. Life is fucking good. And if I sit there and I worry about the little mistakes that I made, like when I went to my grandpa's and you had to come try to save my stupid ass, uh, you know, if, if I had to dwell on that or the, or the OW I got in the parking lot up by the pier up there, you know, I, I, I can't anymore. It's, it's done. And I, yeah, I made a mistake, but you know what? Show me somebody else that is doing anything perfectly. And then I'll, I'll say, you know what? Okay, fine. I'm not as cool as they are. But you're 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 doing great, dude. I hope they write letters for you. If if it if my word means anything, I'll write you know a ten page fucking document for you. Uh, I'm sure some of the dudes that are listening. I think it's only RJ that we went to treatment with. Um, but just keep your head up, dude, and keep doing what you're doing. You, you look awesome. You I, I can hear it in your voice that you're, you know. But I think you're just beating the fuck out of yourself, and I hope. I hope you can cut yourself a break. 
because you deserve it. Yeah, you know, it's just, you know, like I said, you know, it's uh, I do beat myself up a lot, you know, but I, I feel her because I still do um, uh, IOP and shit like that over at the home. Uh, I go to go. treat, I, you know, I still do IOP shit, and uh, you know, I, I even, I, I want this so bad, you know what I mean? My insurance don't cover it. So I pay out of my pocket, you know, to go there to do my one-on-ones and do my, um, and my group and shit like that, you know, and I don't have to do it. You know, I've already completed the treatment, you know, did what the course wanted me to do, you know, but I, I want to do it because I know I need it, you know, and, and it's, it's worth it to me. Um, and I haven't been there in a couple of weeks, uh, to, uh, be, um, yeah, that they're changing things. They changed up my um, counselor a little bit over there, and and I changed it back up again. You know, going to see somebody else, and uh, you know, so it's uh, you know, been helping me out, but I've been lacking on that. You know, where uh, I need to start going more um, over there. But like I said, I pay out my pocket, so it costs me a little bit. It gets a little bit expensive. You know, going over there you know, every week or every other week, you know, doing the one-on-ones and then doing group and shit. So, well, you know, I've been wanting to do this with the sober heathen name. I, I would have been wanting to start like a, a, at least one night a week meeting. So you give me a, a day and a time that you're off to do a meeting and then we'll work on RJ. We'll get, since he's listening, we'll get his, uh, his happy butt in with us. And then uh, I'll open it up to other people and, you know, maybe we can at least see each other via zoom you know, my host, my treat, and we'll do what we can, but just, uh, you know, text me every day. If, if it helps, um, you know, I'll, I'll bitch to you. You can bitch to me and we can, uh, you know, do what we got to do to keep this thing going, man. You're on a good roll, man. I'm super, like I said, I'm super proud of you and I hate to see you down, but you know, I, you got to look in the mirror and be like, dude, I'm doing the best I can. And yeah. I'm talking to myself when I say that too. I hear you, man. You know, it's, it's just uh, like I said. I mean, it's just, this is all new to me. You know what I mean? And then, yeah. you know, um, I just gotta find things that um, I, I enjoy doing or whatever. You know, something. You know, because just working and coming home and not doing anything else isn't working. You know, yeah. um, I'm always in my head. You know, fighting this battle with my demons and shit constantly every damn day and all day. Uh, and, you know, I just, uh, wish that it was true that what, uh, they say that the longer you go without using it, the easier it gets. But for me, it has not been, you know, being on drugs for so fucking long. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just, uh, this has not gotten easy on me yet. You know, um, that oh. it's just, uh, like just a constant battle, man. Constant. It's coming, it's dude. Tough. It's coming, man. I, the cliche and I, I, I get tired of hearing the cliches, but I'm going to fucking use one anyway. Don't quit before the miracle happens. That's another AA thing for you. I, I didn't believe that there'd ever be a day where my first thought was, boy, I want to fucking drink. And when they told me when I went up there to get my battery changed the last time and they told me it was coming off June 23rd, 
it didn't even cross my mind until after I got back in the car and told Miley, yeah, it comes off next month or whatever. And then I sat there for a little bit and I was like, oh, wait a minute. Every other time I've gotten off probation for, and it's, I'm not really off probation, but every time that I've gotten to where I don't have to blow or, or, or uh, pee or whatever, my first thought was like, fuck yeah, count down the days till I can drink again. That wasn't my first thought. And it just happens. There is no, nobody can tell you when it's going to happen. But I think when you get a little bit of the stress, hopefully, you know, you can talk to somebody from these courts and get an idea, get this put behind you. Hopefully it'll happen sooner than later, man. But the best thing I can say to anybody else, uh, Ryan says, uh, thank you for sharing your story. I think you're doing great. Stay positive. Ryan's a good friend of mine. Great friend of mine. Um, you know, uh, it, it's it's common, dude. Yeah. Hoping so, man, because it, like I said, it's been rough and still is. But I'm, you know, push through it, you know, the best I can. You know, I do, I can't go back to that lifestyle anymore. You know, the way I was, you know, losing everything I've had twice over and, you know, just, you know, to see where I can't, where I came from, you know, when I went treatment back in December or April of 2022 to where I am now, you know, and what I have now is just, it's unreal um, on how much I've accomplished, you know, and I, I see that, you know, and you know, and it's like, I mean, like in amazement, yeah. you know, but then it's like, like I said, I've lost everything twice and it's like, I'm waiting for that something to have where I just say, screw it, you know, and use again and that's what I've done before and I've put myself in check on that and make sure that you know I quit thinking like that you know and um you know just when I got out of jail knew that county year I, I didn't have nothing at all you know except for the clothes I had my back that was literally all I had you know now look, I got her and look where well, look, right look, yeah look what you've done in a fucking year dude one fucking year man yeah I, I I remember this dude sitting in uh, in John Duty's group, you know, like, Eric, how you doing? I'm good. <laughs> good. Good. Well, he said it was, a, it was probably about a month, month and a half or so, roughly, that uh, before I started talking. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, you'd spend a lot of your time, you know, working in the kitchen away from everybody. So you didn't have to talk to people and you sit there, be doing your homework and shit. And I come up and annoy the fuck out of you. Yeah, seeing how you're doing or whatever, and now look at you, look at you, dude. This is, I mean, this is so. I, and I, I, I tell people this, and I'm not just blowing this up your ass. I mean it. I, I, you're a brother to me. This is brave to get on here and talk about this shit. So, just stay connected, my friend. You mean the world to me. I just, you're doing it. I'm going to be here for you no matter what. You still got your ring? Yes, I do. <laughs> Yes, I, I, wear, I wear mine every day and it reminds me of Eric and the struggle that Eric's going through and we're not alone. So you'll never be alone as long as I'm drawn breath, my friend. All right. Appreciate it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I could probably put in a good word when I get this thing off my ankle, you could probably come down to, uh, Miley's and take a dip in the pool. Yeah. Out. All right. Bye right, brother. I love you long time, man. Uh, you. do not, isolate for me and rj 
or the guys you know that you know that you can reach out to um keep talking to ben i don't give a fuck if you annoy the shit out of that son of a gun uh annoy him uh, do whatever you got to do and um let's uh let's agree to do another podcast in a month and see how things are going that sound good all right that worked all right buddy well take care everybody on uh we had a few people listening dude I'm, this is the first time i've done this it's pretty pretty exciting everybody listen on facebook live thank you for listening and uh this is eric and he's a badass we'll catch you later <laughs> love you